hi guys Ore here welcome back to loved ones life podcast today i'm going to be talking about how to deal with depression and frustration i know that the word depression and frustration is one word that we don't go a week without hearing about maybe from the internet social media or the news you hear that somebody committed suicide today or someone did something very funny because they were depressed and i don't know if like me you wonder what exactly is wrong with our generation or what exactly is wrong with the world right now and you know it seems like our parents those um millennials or even earlier i don't know the generation for the millennials they didn't go through this kind of phase or maybe it wasn't more um, they didn't they, they lived in denial or it wasn't more pronounced during their time and you begin to wonder that what exactly is wrong with our generation with the fact that why should a christian a supposed child of god even go through this thing that we call depression and frustration first of all i would like to say that depression is real <laughs> frustration is real and that anybody at any time can go through this time or this phase but i also want us to know that you can deal with it you can come out victorious you can come out as a victor at the other side of the tunnel now having said that it is a phase that you can definitely come out of victorious and absolutely sane what are the things that you should do I think the first thing that makes people stay long in this dark place, um, one of it, like I'm just going to cite an example with grief and loneliness, is that we refuse to talk about it. Now, you do not expect to get help from something that you do not talk about. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews that let us now come boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. It is because God knows that there is a time of need for every man. There is a time when you are in need. And the Bible says Christ is our refuge and fortress, a very present help in time of need. So yes, there is always a time of need. There is a phase in everyone's life when you are in need. It could be anything that you might be in need of, need of a friend, need of comfort, need of care, need of money, need of love, anything. So we all have a time of need. So the first thing that makes people stay long in this period or in this phase of life is that they refuse to talk about it. If you do not talk about it, you cannot get help. And one of the things that make, you know, they would be like, it's, it's a common saying that a problem shared is half solved. The fact that you talk about it, whatever you were bearing the burden of before, let's assume it's 100%. When you share it with someone, it becomes divided by two. That person, of course, if you're sharing it with the right person, bears 15% of your burden and you bear 50, I mean 50%, and you bear the remaining 50%. So even if it is not absolutely solved, you know that two are better than one, and two people are now here talking about or thinking about how to get a solution to whatever the problem is. So it is always very important to share whatever you're going through with someone. Now, the first thing I'm going to be talking about, about how to deal with depression and frustration, is that you first 
acknowledge that you are depressed. Sometimes people remain in denial of the fact that they are in this phase. Now, I, I do know that um, sometime in high school, we were taught about the symptoms of adolescence and puberty and um, emotional changes is one of it. I think one of the symptoms of even uh, menopause is emotional uh, imbalance and mood swings and everything. But I'm not actually talking about mood swings. I'm talking about the kind of mood swings like gloomy swings that stay for long that leads that it makes people start thinking about how they are not they don't think they are important they don't think that living is even a good thing they don't think anybody will miss them if they have gone if they are gone and why i'm saying this is because i have also been through this phase and i'm grateful to god that i overcame it and though there are times i'm still sad and i still have questions in my mind but now i do not stay in that place because i know that that place is not for me i'm a child of god and i have not been given the spirit of fear or of anxiety i've been given the spirit of courage of love and of a sound mind can somebody say amen <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> all right so the first thing that you do is that you acknowledge that oh i am depressed when you acknowledge that you have a problem, you begin to seek a solution to that problem. There is an adage in Yoruba language that I'm, I'm just going to translate. It says that the day a madman knows that he is mad, that is the beginning of his healing. Or that it, he is even healed already. For a madman to know that he's mad. Because most madmen, people that are psychic, you know, they, they never acknowledge that. You can't tell a mad, you can't call a madman madman and he will answer you because he doesn't believe that he is mad. And so the mo it says he doesn't believe that he's mad, he cannot want to find a solution to whatever problem he's going through. But the moment somebody acknowledges that I have this problem and I need help, that is the beginning. So that is the first thing you have to do with depression and frustration okay i think i'm still talking about depression right now we'll still move to frustration in a bit first thing you do is that you acknowledge that you are depressed and then the second thing you do is that you seek for help by talking to someone and i feel like you should actually talk to god first though something that is um um is common in this kind of phase is that at this period in time people don't always have this very close relationship with god people get to a phase where they begin to think does god even exist does god love me is there god listening to me imagine a man or you know just a guy random guy losing his entire family his parents his siblings all in a day he begins to think that is there even god why would there be a god and this kind of thing will happen to me and so when they fall into that kind of phase the depression phase it becomes difficult to have a relationship with god or talk to god so the first thing i would say i mean the second thing i would say actually is that you talk to somebody about how you're feeling about um what is going through your mind of course somebody that you trust somebody that you know that loves you somebody that you know that would um would take whatever you're saying seriously and would help you to get help so the third thing i'm going to talk about is that you don't ignore the friendship of the holy spirit the holy spirit is our friend is our comforter is our counselor is our our is our everything actually our source our hope and in him we have our very being 
so you know even in this time when it looks like oh a lot of things are not going well and it looks like life itself the future is bleak if you're able to you know acknowledge that god sees you the fact is that jesus was once in this human form whatever we are going through now he went through it we might have been like ah but jesus was not in this gen z generation or the internet age you definitely didn't go through much um pressure as it is now but we were not there during jesus's time too so you don't know how serious what he went through went through but of course we have the bible that told us that we do not have an eye priest who is not touched with the feelings of our emotions so if Jesus Christ was also tempted as we are now, then we are sure that he knows how we feel and he knows how to bring us out of that face. So yes, it is very important that even at this time, you embrace the relationship of the Holy Spirit. Now, the fourth thing I'm going to talk about is that it's okay to go to therapy. In fact, please embrace therapy in every sense of it. I mean therapy in all forms of it now it is very great that you see a therapist but you know many people might say ah seeing a therapist in this our age and time is very expensive but there are different things that could act as therapy for you therapy might be you know listening to music i mean godly music music that inspire you could be a form of therapy for you you know being going to the beach you know um being somewhere where you can see the works of god you can see nature could be therapeutic for you and as much as okay we say oh um physical therapy is quite expensive if you can afford it i would also encourage you to you know go for therapy sessions sign up for one talk to someone who is knowledgeable about this or if you have a spiritual a spiritual um a spiritual leader something like that that you know that this person is knowledgeable this person you you know that this person is um a child of god and they can listen to you you talk to them don't go through this faith alone we were not made to be alone we were not made to live in a lonely world that is why we are surrounded with greatness and the beauty of God all around. So, yes, please embrace therapy. And I think one, another thing I'm going to talk about is that at this time, always ensure that you study the Bible. Now, you know, I already talked about having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. When you study the Bible, there are many times that the words on the pages of your bible will literally jump off the pages to you and you know that yeah this is god talking to me so it's okay to um you know study your bible intently at this time you know read the book of psalms it's always an encouragement to me when i'm not um and I'm, of course to many people when you're feeling down read the book of psalms and um you would be surprised at how encouraged you will be and okay I've, I've actually not talked about frustration so um one of the things i do okay i'm just i'm just going to give a list of the things i do when i'm frustrated i cry <laughs> funny but i cry i cry to god 
I talk about it when I'm done crying. You know, many times praying doesn't feel appealing at that moment. But talk to God. It doesn't have to be that you're not saying in Jesus' name, in the mighty name of Jesus. Talk to God like He's right in front of you. There were even times, I, I, I rarely do that again, you know, but I wish I could still do it a lot, that I would sit on a chair and put another chair right in front of me and assume that God is sitting there and I'll talk to him like I'm looking at him. And another thing I also do is that when I'm frustrated, maybe because of things around or situations or someone is annoying me, I find a distraction. I read. I, I close my eyes for hours. I watch movies. I just do something that will take my mind off so that I will not commit sin in the process of that. And sincerely, the Holy Spirit, when when I get too frustrated and maybe I say things that are not right, the Holy Spirit convicts me and I repent. So yeah, that's basically all that I do. But we must also understand that sometimes we find ourselves caught up in current and carried along where we don't want to. Then we want we find out later that God's hand was in it all along. So please understand that God's hand is in all that you do. And um, yeah, that will be all for this episode. Please do well to listen to the previous episodes if you have not. And if you have, thank you so much to share with friends and family. See you guys in two weeks. Bye.